Welcome to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with Sam Lang, John Conley, and Ryan Marston. For over two decades, Rabino and Langwell Partners have been helping the people of Boston plan for retirement. And now, the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. Hello again. Welcome to the weekend and welcome to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. Exactly what it sounds like if you're listening on the radio and you can't hear the whole show, that's okay. We've got it for you online on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. You can listen there anytime you want and hear the entire show. And each week we bring in one of the guys from Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners, Sam Lang, Ryan Marston, and today John Conley is here. John, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Randy. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. So, boy, we're, we're out of uh, football season. We're out of basketball season. Now we're, we're looking forward to baseball season. We almost missed our baseball season there a bit, but uh, the Red Sox will be going pretty quick here. Exactly. Looking forward to them. So uh, how's hockey season going? Are you winding down or is it still in, in full swing with the kids? Come on. Ho- hockey never ends. Really. <laughs> um, the season is over. Now we're in the tryouts and we call this the silly season when parents get all kind of wrapped up in the tryouts, what team are they making? So we're in tryouts, and we're also in lacrosse. So we're everywhere right You're busy. Now. You're a taxi service is what you are, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get down to some business here. And, uh, you know, usually I bring some stories in, but this is my big contribution to the show this week because we've talked about inflation and we've talked about the possibility of recession. So here's how I'm going to start the show this week. CNN Business says there is a recession index, which they refer to as the underwear index, okay? So check this out. Between 2007 and 2009, when we were in the Great Recession, the sales of men's underwear went down. And then in 2010, when we got out of the recession, men's underwear sales went back up. So we're right now in contact with Haynes and Jockey and Calvin Klein. We'll tell you what they're saying, and we'll report back next week. All right, John? (laughs) Well, there, there really is the underwear index like you talked about. There is. And and you think about it in 2007 through 2009, um, you know, you look at men's undergarment and those sales are pretty steady over time. And when they start to see a dip in those sales, it just means that men are feeling pinched. They're not replacing their underwear. <laughs> so to speak. And all, the, and all of a sudden sales are down and sales actually went up in 2010. So it is somewhat of an indicator in you know, Wall Street analysts are always looking at ways to come up with different ways to see how the market is going to move. It's kind of like when you see a stampede of animals uh, run into higher grounds, usually a sign of uh, a potential tsunami coming. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we're always looking for ways to uh, <laughs> see what what direction the market's moving. Who thought we would be talking about underwear on the show today? But uh, <laughs> anyway, all right. So that's how we start today. We'll, we'll get into the serious stuff here because we are talking in hearing more about interest rate hikes. We're hearing about more inflation. We're hearing about recession and all these different things. And at the beginning, when the Fed said they were going to start raising interest rates, they said, we're going to do it at a quarter percent. And they did that, and inflation keeps going up. So now they're talking about a half percent. Well, one of the guys that we hear from around here is Mohammed El Arian. He's one of the guys who's one of the commentators on CNBC an awful lot and other financial networks. And he said he's starting to lose confidence in the Fed because they're kind of flip-flopping on all of this. They are now coming across as incredibly hawkish. A few weeks ago, they were coming across as incredibly dovish. So I don't really know where they are. It seems like a roller coaster right now. They've lost 
credibility when it comes to inflation fighting. They've lost credibility in terms of their ability to forecast inflation, and they've lost control of their policy narrative. And that's why you're seeing this volatility in the marketplace every time we hear something from Chair Powell. I heard something this week that they said now they expect the next three or four hikes to be a half a percent, and then they'll go down to a quarter percent after that. Who knows? But, John, what does this do to the market? I mean, this could get things kind of roiled up. Yeah, it does. And you hear different experts or analysts or economists saying that the Federal Reserve is playing catch up here. And, you know, they could be. And, you know, I still have faith in Jerome Powell and what they're doing. Right. So when we look back to 2020 during COVID years at the peak of it. They did the stimulus, the PPP, they they really flooded the streets with excess cash, right? And they did that to prop up the markets and businesses and so forth. And I think they really did a great job. Did they make things a little bit rich? Possibly, right? And when you have excess cash on the street and not enough goods and services, that creates inflation. Mm-hmm. So we, we obviously inflation is high right now. We also have unemployment's at a decent rate, but we have almost 12 million jobs available in the United States. So we, where did everyone go, right? And, you know, that's a concern. So the Fed Reserve is really working hard to, you know, cool down the economy. Their, their number one job is to make sure that they set the monetary policy for the United States. And one of the tools that they use to do that at their disposal is raising interest rates. And, if they have to raise it at a half a percent to minimize inflation, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. You just have to make sure that what does that rise in interest rate do to you or your situation? And obviously for businesses or a consumer who's looking to maybe borrow money for a project, it becomes more costly. And since it becomes more costly, some people may not choose to do that project because the interest payments are too high. And that, you know, that creates people or encourages people to save money. And by saving money, that now takes a little bit less money out of the streets, which helps with the the inflation. You talk about that money out on the street there. It is interesting to watch the market because it seems like we have a couple of days that go down. We go down three days in a row. And then all of a sudden there's this rush of cash that comes in and the market goes up. And I'm wondering at what point does that stop? You know, we talk about people having cash on the sidelines. If the market continues to go down, maybe, you know, 5% or 10% or a little bit lower, at what point do people stop buying the dips, so to speak? And then we get kind of in this cascade of the market's going to go down 10, 20 percent. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at some investors out there and they they see the market dropping and they're buying those dips and they, they start to bottom, you know, I would say looking for bottom sellers and so forth, looking for potential value or deals that are out there buying stock at a lower price and riding that crest up. It is volatile. We have a lot of moving parts here. Like we mentioned earlier, we have a labor shortage. We have rising interest rates. We have inflation. So the market is going to be volatile for the time being. At the end of the day, the most important thing or one of your best defense against a volatile market is having a well-structured, properly balanced portfolio that you review and you rebalance and that you work with your advisor and making sure that you're in the appropriate risk tolerance and that 
you're looking at your time horizon and making sure that you're making the necessary adjustments within your portfolio. So that's our 365 retirement plan that we talk about all the time. If somebody is maybe right on the verge of retirement here, maybe 2022 is their year or 2023 is their year, and they see their accounts kind of wobbling right now, and they don't want that right before retirement. They come and they sit down with you, John, what happens? What kind of analysis is done? And how do you help? Yeah, we're getting a lot of people calling now saying, hey, listen, I, I'm coming down that home stretch. I would call it the retirement red zone. You're five to 10 years out or you're just most recently retired and you're, you're concerned. You say, save some money. What we'll first do is try to get an understanding of who you are as an individual or as a couple and what is it that you're trying to accomplish and take a look at what you have, what have you been doing, and do a thorough analysis of what's good about your current plan what's weak about it, where there are areas that you can become more efficient and design a plan that really will give you the best probability of success moving forward and and showing you what your future financial picture most likely will look like and design a plan that's tailored to you and your your individual circumstances. As John and I go through this on the show every week, you know, John explains it so well, but what might be in your mind is, I don't want to lose money. (laughs) That's just as simple as that is. Am I going to be okay in retirement? I mean, these are the simple questions that we all have. And John, these are the questions that are answered when you sit down and build a plan. Yeah, we're getting a lot of calls now with individuals that are concerned about where the market is, where the economy is. Those concerns are real and they should be there. And those conversations should be happening with your advisor and making sure that you're making the necessary adjustments to minimize those losses and and to make sure that you also don't want to overreact either. You want to make sure that if you have that properly balanced portfolio, then you don't have to make these knee-jerk reactions. Obviously, here we are, we're entering the second quarter of 2022 and things are still volatile. But when you look at the economy, you, you look at unemployment somewhat low right now and we have 11 million jobs available. That's a sign that the economy is in a good spot. Mm -hmm. There are jobs available. Now, if it was flip-flopped, I'd be a little bit more concerned, where if unemployment was really high and there wasn't a lot of jobs available, that would be very concerning to me. So, you know, that's an indicator that I will look at and say, the economy is in a good spot. The Fed Reserve is trying to cool the economy down a bit, as well as inflation. So I think we're in a good spot. I think we're going to have a good 2022. If you want the answer to that question in your retirement, am I going to be okay? Whether you're one year from retirement, five or 10 years from retirement, and you're getting a jump on this, it's best to start early because if we run the numbers and we say, okay, there's a gap here that we got to fill, then we've got time to fill that gap. And we can sit down and talk about making financial moves and going to protection or going towards some growth or having a good mix of the two. That's what it is to have a 365 retirement plan. And we do these for you at Rubino and Wealth Partners at no charge. You can give us a call. You sit down with us. We put the papers out on the table. You say, this is what I've done for my retirement. How can I protect it? How can I keep it? How can I grow it? How can I make it last? Those are all really good questions, and we can answer those questions for you. Just give us a call or go to our website and set up a time. Let's sit down and have the conversation. 617-440-9365. 617-440-9365. Or use our website, which is so easy, 365retirement.com. You scroll down and a window opens up. It says, hey, would you like to talk about your finances? We'll ask you a couple of questions, put in a little information, and our team reaches out and said, 
you know, what, what would be a good day to sit down and spend an hour talking about this? That's really what it is. Let's get it going. 365retirement.com. You know, sometimes when you read things on the internet, you read things in, about financial things and retirement things, you look at it and you go, that just doesn't seem right. And I have one of those stories. This just doesn't seem right. Coming up next on the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. Are you worried about retirement? Well, you're not alone and there is help. If you're serious and saved $500,000 or more for retirement, there's never been a better time than now to have a written retirement plan. If you're ready to take the next step, call the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners for a complimentary 365 retirement plan consultation. Call 617-440-9365. That's 617-440-9365. And on your computer at 365retirement.com. Welcome back to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. Today, John Conley from Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners is guiding us through some of the, the stories and probably the, the concerns that you might have about that time when you step away from work and you go into this thing called retirement. How does it all work? How are you going to get paid? How does the money work? And then Social Security and Medicare and all the questions that we have at this point in our life. That's what it is to sit down with the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. Here's our number, 617 440 9365. Okay, I'm reading this and it just doesn't seem right. This is from the National Bureau of Economic Research. Not something I read every day, John. <laughs> anyway, so it says here if you are a middle income worker and you haven't saved a lot for retirement, in the first 10 years of retirement, go ahead and spend what you have. And in the second half of retirement, just get by on Social Security. You should be fine. That doesn't sound like a good retirement plan to me, John. <laughs> you want to just get by and you should be fine. You know, th those are concerning words, right? Yeah. That seems very dangerous. But when you look at, you know, the average American 65 to 74 from the Fed Reserve, the data they put out that the average savings for retirement is about 425000 So, mm -hmm. you know, you, you take that nationally and you say, you know, that's a low number, right? Most people that we sit down with have saved more than that for retirement. And I always, clients or, or prospective clients will call us and say, how much do I need to save for retirement, right? And what's that magic number? And I always say, we don't have to focus in on the big number, so to say, how much do I have to have saved for retirement? But how hard does that money have to work for you? It's more important, right? So you might not have saved a lot for retirement, but maybe you and your wife or your spouse have two pensions. And those pensions in your Social Security is more than enough for you to live your life. So it's not necessarily how much you saved, but it's how hard does it have to work for you? And when we do retirement planning, some, some individuals will say, hey, in the first 10 years, I want to travel more because that's one of my healthiest. That's when I, I want to travel. That's when I can get around easier, uh, get on and off the cruise ship. I, I want to travel. I want to get on a plane. And we'll build into your budget or into your retirement plan a balloon, so to say, of, of expenses in the first 10 years to mimic those travel costs. Mm -hmm. And then as you get a little bit older, let's say the person's now 80, they're not going to want to travel as much. So we cut down their expenses in their budget. But we would never say spend all your money and then rely on Social Security because 
not a lot of people, at least here in the Northeast, can get by living on just Social Security. I mean, you know, that seems very dangerous. I looked at the average Social Security across the nation, and the average Social Security check is 1600 a month around there. Yeah. And the most that you can possibly get, if you've been a very high earner, if you claimed at 62 is about $2,300. If you wait till 70, it's about $4,100. That's the most you can possibly get. Now, even that amount of money, to me, doesn't seem enough to fund a really good retirement. No, and you take inflation into consideration, you know, what goods are going to cost in a few years. And so like an ideal retirement plan, you want to make sure it involves generating multiple streams of income. And back in the day, we used to call this the three-legged stool, where individuals used to have a pension. Then they would have Social Security. And then that third leg of that stool would be the income that they would take from their own portfolio. You fast forward today, and and that three-legged stool really is like a a one-and-a-half-legged stool. Mm -hmm. Most people don't have a pension anymore. Companies have done away with pensions. So you're relying on Social Security, and you're relying on how much money you have saved and what that money can generate for you. So when you do financial planning, you want to make sure that you have your streams of income figured out in retirement. So I had an individual call me recently and said, hey, I'm, I'm stopped working in September. I'm calling it a career. I've already let my company know. I'm training a new person. And we sat down and went through his plan and his process. And his situation wasn't perfect, right? We had to make some changes and some adjustments. And he now is looking back, going to his company, saying, hey, I might want to hold off on this retirement because he didn't take a lot of factors and consideration in. And he was just thinking, I saved X. I only need Y. I should be fine. And I, I say should with two fingers in quotation. Mm-hmm. Well, he wasn't going to be fine. And he was glad that he went through this process to take a look at things before he really made a big mistake. Fortunately, his company was excited to keep him because it's a tough job market to be finding workers. So he was able to keep that position. But we're going to make some adjustments and changes. And hopefully in a year or two, he can really feel comfortable and confident in retiring. You use that term multiple streams of income. And we think about what's going to pay us in retirement. So we've packed money into a 401k. Somehow that's going to become income. We have Social Security. That will certainly become income for our entire life. And then there might be some other sources of income that you have as well. Maybe you sit down with a financial advisor and you build dividend paying stocks or an annuity or something like that so that they're, you're getting paychecks from multiple places that add up to not only the amount you need, but the amount that you want. And that's truly what an income plan is, isn't it? It is. It's making sure that you understand where that income's coming from. What is the taxation of that? The the net taxation of it? Is it capital gains tax? Is it um, tax free? Is it tax deferred? Is it ordinary income? There's different taxations for it. I know we're going to be talking about that later in the segments. Mm-hmm. But you have to understand where is that income going to come from on a yearly basis? doesn't necessarily have to be something that's set on automatic, that it's the same place every year. You might want to look at different buckets of money and determine which bucket you're going to take that income from for that year. 
You're listening to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast with John Conley. What we do at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners is sit down and build what we refer to as the 365 Retirement Plan. We do this for you complimentary. If you don't have a map for what your retirement looks like and how the money is going to work and how the taxes are going to work and how Social Security is going to work, how the income is going to work, if you don't have that, we can provide that for you. Just give us a call, 617 4409365 or go to our website which is 365retirement.com and as you scroll down and learn more about Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners a, a window will pop up and it'll say hey would you like to talk about your finances and really that's that's what we would love for you to click on that button right there and then schedule a time Let's get a date on a calendar and let's put the papers out on the table and let's talk through this. And you obviously have concerns. Let's talk through those concerns. Let's get a date on a calendar. We do this at no charge. Once again, 365retirement.com. John, we just have a short time left in this segment and income. And when we talk about that, that obviously brings up Social Security. And I, I, how many people are coming into you and saying that they want to take their Social Security early because they're concerned that it's going to run out of money because they hear these dates off in the future? Is, is that a concern and is that a conversation right now? Yeah, when we're doing our financial planning with our clients, we're actually factoring in the year 2033 that their projected Social Security benefits are going to be reduced by 20 to 25 percent. And the reason for that is the trust fund that Social Security has is actually running out of money. And they're projecting that it will have no more money in that trust fund to make up for that difference. So what will happen is they're going to have to reduce the benefit of the individuals who are collecting Social Security by about 20-25%. So back in the day when they created Social Security, they might have been four to five people contributing to Social Security with one individual taking it out. Currently, it's almost flip-flop. It's one contributing for maybe four or five taking it out. So that, that trust fund is, is in trouble. So we have to make sure that we account for that reduction, potential reduction in Social Security so we don't get surprised down the road. That doesn't mean Social Security dries up and there won't be any more checks. That just means that they might be reduced. So it'll be there because it comes out of people's paychecks. And as long as people are working, there still will be Social Security. I have a friend who decided I'm going to file at 62 because I think that thing's going to run out. I'm going to get it while the getting's good. And they burden themselves with a lower payment for the rest of their lives. So that's something to consider too, isn't it? It is. And you see individuals talking about that, or as soon as they turn 62, they want to turn around because it's a benefit that they have earned, and they, they don't really understand how it works, that they could still be working or their spouse is working, and their provisional income is now forcing more of that Social Security to be taxed versus maybe waiting a little bit and let that benefit grow each year that they defer that benefit. So I, I wouldn't just rush into accepting or turn around that social security benefit just because you hit 62. The big question is, what am I going to get paid when I'm in retirement? I know what my paycheck looks like now. What does my paycheck look like in retirement? Good question and one that can be answered for you at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners if you go through our process and we will build a 365 retirement plan for you at no charge. Go online. Start right there. 365retirement.com. Click on that button that says, hey, would you like to talk about your finances? And you're on your way. We'll take a break and we'll come back with more of the 365 Retirement Radio Show and podcast. We hope you're enjoying the retirement conversation. If you're ready to take the next step, 
Call the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners for a complimentary 365 retirement plan consultation. If you're serious and saved $500,000 or more for retirement, there's never been a better time than now to have a written retirement plan. You'll learn where you are now and what you should be doing to retire with confidence. Call 617-440-9365. That's 617-440-9365. And on your computer at 365retirement.com. Welcome back to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. Each week, we have one of the guys from Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners on to give their unique look at what's going on out there and, more importantly, what people are coming in and asking about when it comes to planning for retirement. John Conley is with us today. And, John, the idea of having a financial advisor in your life what is it you think people are looking for when they come through the door? Is, is it they want you to grow their money? They want you to protect their money? What's the most important thing when people walk through the door? I think people are looking for guidance, right? They've done a good job in saving money for their retirement years. They've, they are looking to make sure that they have enough money and that everything is being looked at from the 50,000-foot elevation where they have a plan in place that they understand how their plan works and that their plan is being worked. That it's not just something that we, we put together for someone and we throw it on a shelf. Mm -hmm. You have a financial plan and you want to make sure that that plan is being massaged over time. They're looking for a partner. They're looking for someone to guide them and educate them on what they have and how it works and why am I invested in these type of funds or why is this flash note better than another flash note? They're looking to be educated. So we want to make sure that we educate them on their portfolio, where they are, how everything works, so they can have a better understanding of, hey, the, the market's behaving like this. Now I understand why my portfolio is doing this. Well, a lot of people will come in with different priorities. Somebody will come in and say, I want you to protect my money. Somebody else will come in and say, I want you to grow my money. Somebody else will come in and say, I want to beat the market. You know, they're, they're all about the aggressive growth. And that's the kind of person I want to talk about here right now. You know, when you talk about a financial advisor, you figure that person's going to go in there and they're going to pick stocks or they're going to pick funds and they're going to help you grow your money. And if you beat the market, great. If you don't, okay, maybe you can get by with 5%, 6% and do just fine in retirement. But on Wall Street, there are people that are paid a lot of money to try to beat the market, these fund managers. And each year there's a metric that comes out that gives them kind of a report card. And their report card is not good. Last year, 79% of fund managers failed to beat the S&P. Over 10 years, 86% of them underperformed the S&P. This is Bob Pisani from CNBC. And you wonder why these guys are having so much trouble. And what I see year after year in the research is, number one, they charge too much, the active managers, so their fees eat in, into whatever outperformance they have. Uh, they're overconfident in their ability to pick winners, so there's some behavioral economics effects there. And market timing is impossible to get right consistently because you have to be right going into the trade and then right going out. Chances of doing that are very small. And finally, the opposite of they're dumb. There is really tough competition. The competition is professional, it's smart, and it's getting smarter 
all of the time. All right. So the brightest and best of Wall Street can't get it done 75% or more of the time. So how are you, you who's done something else your whole life, expecting to time the market? He said timing the market is nearly impossible. So, John, talk to me about that person who says, oh, there's an election coming up. I'm going to pull back. Or the market seems to be showing these signs. I want to pull back or I want to go all in. And basically, that's what they're trying to do, isn't it? Yeah, they're trying to time the market. So when things get volatile, we've seen in the first quarter of this year, people are nervous, right? Obviously, there should be conversations of, hey, I'm nervous. Um, I'm uncomfortable. Can you explain to me what the long-term plan is, right? And those are normal conversations that should be had, right? Every so often, you get an individual who says, I want to get out. Market's too volatile, okay? And that individual is making a long-term decision based on a short-term situation, mm -hmm. right? And I always try to explain, getting out of the market is fairly simple. You just press a button, positions are sold, you go to cash. Problem is getting back in. Right. So when you're sitting in cash, you're trying to avoid the bad days. But what you're also doing is missing the good days. Mm -hmm. So you, you want to be in the market for those good days. There's only so many great days in the market in a year. So if you're sitting on the sideline, when one of those really great days come along, you're costing yourself in the end. So that individual who is all in or all out, that individual obviously does not understand their financial plan or they don't have one or they're not in the appropriate risk tolerance. Maybe they thought they were an aggressive investor and they lost 10% in the market and they panic and they want out. Well, if you're an aggressive investor and you're down 10%, you shouldn't even be sweating at this point in time. So hope is not a good strategy, but timing the market is also not a good strategy. And we've heard that old saying, it's a bumper sticker, I know, but timing the market doesn't work. Time in the market does work. So over the long haul, we, we talk about how the market does perform very well over the long term. But John, if somebody is in that retirement red zone, let's just say they're 65 years old right now, within five years of retirement, they don't look at themselves as a long-term investor, but maybe they should, because if they have a 20, 25, 30-year retirement, that is a long time in the market. So how do we balance those two out? I don't want to be a lot at risk, but I know I have to be in the market. We got to understand how hard does your money have to work for you? What is the rate of return that we're, we're shooting for on average on a yearly basis, right? And making sure that we have, if you're retired already and you're taking income from your portfolio, do we have at least one or two years worth of income set aside for you mm -hmm. in cash, so to say, that's being direct deposited into your account on a monthly basis to give you those income needs. If your couple years worth of income is all set, there really is no need to be panicked because you know where your income's coming from. And that gives you time for the market to recover and recoup those losses, right? So it gives you time and, and discipline. You have to have that discipline during these volatile times. You have to make sure that you understand your time horizon. I hear it all the time. I'm 70 years old. I don't have a long time to live. You don't need all your money tomorrow. You need your money over the next 20, 25 years. Mm -hmm. And this is where you have to make sure that your expectations are in line with what your portfolio is and that you understand how it works and that you're not being too aggressive. Or there might be times where, hey, 
now might be the time to be a little bit more aggressive because the market's doing really well and we want to maybe take advantage of it, right? But you don't want to overstep. So I always look at people and say, if you just need to be a moderate investor to meet your income and goals for retirement, why are we taking on too much risk? There you go. Why are you still playing the game when you've already won the game? Exactly. And so that's really what it is to sit down and have a 365 retirement plan, to sit down and talk through things like this. How much of my money should really be in the market and at risk? And are there places within the market that are a little less risk and I can be a little more comfortable with? Great questions and things that you and I don't deal with every day, but John does and Ryan does and Sam does. Sitting down and talking through that and having a plan for your money and watching the market as it goes and having active management of your money. Right now, most of us are just sitting watching our money go up and down in a 401k. That's not real management, but... To have somebody on your side, a financial advisor, a financial professional on your side doing that might really help move your retirement forward. Give us a call or give us a look on our website and let's sit down and have that conversation. 617-440-9365. We build these 365 retirement plans for you at no charge. Complimentary. 365retirement.com is our website. Pretty simple. And as you scroll down, a window comes up. It says, would you like to talk about your finances? Click on that button right there. You can actually pick a date right there and schedule your appointment. Or you can have our team reach out to you and, and we'll get all of this going. Let's start that conversation of putting financial professional management on your retirement plan and helping you with your retirement plans. Again, 365retirement. Com. All right. So we've talked about recession and we've talked about inflation. Uh, have you heard of shrinkflation? This might be a new one on you uh, right now. And you probably I go to the grocery store every week with my wife. That's one of our things. We always do the grocery store shopping together. And right now you'll start to see things like this. You'll see the price of a box of cereal go up, but the size of the box go down. Right now, Doritos is putting five fewer chips in their bag. You probably didn't notice that, but they're cutting corners. Crest is putting less toothpaste in their tubes. They're cutting corners. Here's a big one. Charmin is putting 20 less sheets in their two-ply rolls of toilet paper. Hmm. All right, so cutting corners. Companies are cutting corners to try to get by. A lot of people might do the same thing with their retirement planning. Uh, there's a lot of information out there, John, on the Internet. Can't I do this myself? What do people miss if they try to do that? They miss a lot. I'll use myself as an example. I'm not handy in any way. So if I need something done in my house, a project, I have to hire someone. I'm, I'm not a do-it-yourselfer. Okay. And if I try to do it myself... I'll cut corners, <laughs> and in the end, I'll have to have a professional come and clean it up, and it will cost me twice as much. And I wasted all that time trying to do it on my own. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying no one can handle their retirement account on their own, all right? But you look at the average person, they saved a lot of money, and they're now at a point where it's the most money they've had. A mistake can be costly, right? So some of the things I see people trying to cut corners is, let's say you pay a, a money manager 1% to manage the money. Well, someone says, well, I can do it on my own and I don't have to pay anything. Mm -hmm. Well, what if that money manager outperforms you or is less emotional about your money and is making the right decisions versus you as an emotional individual? 
you saved yourself 1%, but you might have made 4 or 5% less than what the actual money manager would have done. Mm-hmm. That costs you money. Sometimes you see people cutting corners where maybe they didn't save enough, and now they start to become really super aggressive in their portfolio trying to make up for lost time. And where an advisor can sit with you and come up with a a strategic plan that is designed for you and your circumstances and your your individual needs and come up with a, a plan that doesn't take on as much risk, maybe give you some ideas of some things, some products that you've never heard of or, or used, but not take on that additional risk. By taking on that additional risk, the market goes up, great. If the market corrects itself, that much more is at risk. You have that much potential for loss, which now will set you back even further than what you are. So I always say measure twice, cut once, get advice, talk to an advisor, bounce ideas off of an advisor if you're really going to do it yourself. I think people will be happy to answer questions for you. Anyone who's good at what they do, they want to educate and help people and give you their two cents on what you're trying to accomplish. Another way that I think that uh, I I have no expertise in that I don't want to be writing a huge check to the IRS in my retirement years. And if you don't have a tax strategy built into your retirement plan, that might be what happens and you get caught flat footed and all of a sudden you go, wow. I'm, I'm writing a $20,000 check to the IRS every year, and I didn't count on that. We're going to talk about that a lot in our next segment here when we talk about taxes and how you're taxed in retirement. But for right now, you don't want to be caught and saying, gee, I didn't think of that one, or nobody told me about that, and, and you don't want that to be happening in your retirement. So give us a call, and let's head off some of the what-ifs and, and, and account for some of the things that you might not even be thinking about. If you don't have a written retirement plan, we can put one together for you. We can sit down and talk about income and taxes and social security and health care and all the rest and all these different boulders that you might deal with in your retirement years in a plan we call the 365 retirement plan. This is not what your parents did because your parents had that three-legged stool that we talk about all the time, social security, pension, and savings. A lot of that is kind of wobbly right now. You need to do something more. You need to do something different. 617-440-9365 is our number. 617-440-9365. We do this at no charge. 365retirement.com is our website. Just follow the prompts right there and you'll be on your way. We'll take a break. We'll come right back with more with John Conley and the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. We hope you're learning a lot from today's show, but how does it apply to your situation? You can find out with a call to the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners for a complimentary 365 retirement plan consultation. If you're serious and saved $500,000 or more for retirement, there's never been a better time than now to have a written retirement plan. You'll learn where you are now and what you should be doing to retire with confidence. Call 617-440-9365. That's 617-440-9365. And on your computer at 365retirement.com. And welcome back to the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. If you find yourself getting out of the car and you can't listen to the whole show, but you want to hear the whole show, it's there for you anytime you're ready online, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. All right, John, we talked a little bit about this in the last segment about 
taxes in retirement. Half the people surveyed by this nationwide survey said they wish they had a better understanding of how their retirement money would be taxed. So why don't you go through this a little bit? People have IRAs and 401ks. They have uh, social security. They might have a pension. They might have some stock. Uh, how are there's, there's different ways where a lot of this is going to be taxed, isn't there? Yeah, I guess, you know, there's a lot of different ways it should be part of your plan that you do. And when you look at most people are saving money through a 401k or a 403b through their employer. And what that is, is that money is coming out of your salary, so to say, and into a 401k account before the IRS taxes it. Okay, so that money is being taxed deferred. So it goes into a pool of money, it grows over time, and when you are 72 or when you retire and you need to start making withdrawals from that pool of money, you then have to pay ordinary income taxes on those withdrawals because that money's never been taxed before. So if you made $100,000 in one year and then you made a $50,000 withdrawal from your IRA, now, for ordinary income taxes, your income would be 150000 So you have to make sure that you take that into consideration. When you look at Roth IRAs, that's tax-free withdrawal. So you're using after-tax money to put it into a Roth IRA. You've already paid it going in. That money now grows over time, tax-free, and any withdrawal from there is tax-free. So I like tax-free, and... That is something that we'll talk about down the road with clients is Roth conversions. Do you take some IRAs and convert it to a Roth and pay those taxes? Because look at where we are today as an economy or a country. We have deficit, $30 trillion of deficit. We have to assume taxes are going to go up, right? And when you were contributing to a 401k, the premise was, hey, you're at a higher tax rate today while you're working than when you will be when you stop working. And when you make withdrawals from these IRAs, so to say, you'll pay less taxes when you're retired. And that might not necessarily be the case moving forward because the country's in trouble. They, we have to raise revenue, and the way the government raises revenue is they raise taxes. So all of a sudden, you might be paying more in taxes on your withdrawals than you anticipated which leaves you less of a net check at the end of the month to live your lifestyle. So that means your money has to work a little bit harder, and you have to be making sure that you're taking this into consideration when you're doing financial planning and projecting what your income and what your tax status will be in future years. We've talked about Social Security a little bit, and a lot of people don't realize that your Social Security check could actually be taxed, and that depends on the other income that's coming in. So you got to watch that, don't you? Yeah, they look at your provisional income for Social Security to determine how much of your Social Security will be taxed. If you have too much income, 85% of your Social Security will be taxed, and then that provisional income will tell them how much or at what rate it will be taxed at, okay? So by just not paying attention and making a withdrawal from one of your accounts or from the wrong account, so you took money from an IRA, that is considered ordinary income, that withdrawal might have put you over the threshold for Social Security. So now 85% of your, your Social Security is going to be taxed, and it's going to be taxed at a higher rate because you didn't really think about where your withdrawal was coming from. Whereas if you sat down with an advisor, you can maybe look at a Roth IRA. If you took it from there, there's no taxes there. So that would have kept you in a lower tax bracket. So 
you want to make sure you understand the net effect of withdrawals and the tax efficiency of these things. Too many people don't really look at it. They kind of go into it willy-nilly and not really truly understanding the effects. Well, one of the things that we also will deal with perhaps in retirement that we didn't deal with before retirement is maybe you've bought stock or you've inherited some stock and then you're going to sell that stock in your retirement to fund your retirement. There's capital gains tax. And a lot of people aren't going to deal with that until they actually sell stock in their retirement years. And that's going to be a new one on them. Individuals that have bought a stock, maybe it's done very well over time. It's become highly appreciated stock, and there's a lot of capital gains in there. And when they go to liquidate that stock or a portion of the stock, they have to pay a capital gains tax on the gain, and that's about 20% for long term. So you don't want your stock to become so highly appreciative that you can't sell it because of the tax, so to say. So when you liquidate something, it would be better if you can offset it with a loss inside the portfolio. So something might be down in the portfolio and you're selling something up. The good news is we will be able to offset that, hopefully. And then there's no tax due. So you, you offset the, the gain with the loss. And that's tax loss harvesting. That's just trying to make sure that at the end of the day, you made the withdrawal and we paid the least amount of taxes as possible for you. A retirement plan really isn't a full retirement plan without a tax plan that's a part of it. So as we sit down and build the 365 retirement plan for you at no charge, it will certainly have a tax element to it. And we'll take all of this into consideration. What bucket of money do you draw from first to be a tax advantaged retirement plan? That's a great question. And a lot of us don't have any expertise in this area. Give us a look on our website, 365retirement.com. You scroll down and a window opens up. It says, hey, would you like to talk about your retirement? Click on that. Let's get a date on a calendar. We'll do this for you at no charge. So as we bring the show to a close today, kind of a fun thing. We think about sending money down to our kids. And a lot of us want it. We're going to use the money first. If we don't use the money, we leave this world. We want to send the money to our kids. A lot of us also feel we've dumped an awful lot into our kids and they should be on their way by the time they're 60 years old. Shaquille O'Neal was talking at a seminar and saying, you know what? There are no handouts in my family. My kids are older now and they're kind of upset with me. Not really upset, but they, they don't understand because I tell them all the time, we ain't rich. I'm rich. <laughs> yeah, we don't. No, you got to have bachelor's or master's, and then if you want me to invest in one of your companies, you're going to have to present it, boom, 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 bring it to me. I'll let you know. I'm not giving you nothing. <laughs> no handouts with Shaq's family. <laughs> so how many people actually come to you and say that? My kids are doing pretty well, and uh, it's not a, a big priority for me to send money down to them. I've got some other ideas for my money. Yeah, that's one of the questions I always talk to our, our clients is, you know, how important is it for you to leave an inheritance to your children? And, you know, most people want to make sure that if there's anything to be left over, they want it to go to the children in the most efficient manner and not have Uncle Sam grabbing a big piece of it, right? That's the first thing. Most individuals don't want to be a burden to their children either. So when they say, hey, I just want to make sure that I can live my life, I'm comfortable, and that I don't become a burden to the kids. I get sick and have to go to a nursing home and can't afford it. But most of our clients, when we sit down and we talk, they'll say, I don't want my children, I don't want to take away their self-worth, so to say, leave them so much money that they don't understand what it feels like to be successful either, that they've relied on us. They want their children to 
get that big job and and feel that excitement for building their own wealth and doing well on their own. But at the end of the day, they want to make sure that they're leaving an inheritance behind without Uncle Sam taking Mm -hmm. most of it in taxes and protecting it from nursing homes. Yeah, I have a friend who uh, I worked with for many years, and she was the trust fund baby. But the stipulation was she had to work and make a certain amount of money in order for her to get anything out of the trust. So they kind of set things up like that to make sure that she had a good work ethic and she didn't rely on family money in order to get by. Because a lot of times you hear these stories, the family money runs out at least the second generation and for sure in the third generation. Yeah, you just want to make sure. Like, I'm a big fan of Shaq. He's talked about money a lot at different symposiums and so forth and he's right he's rich that doesn't necessarily make the kids rich but i always tell our clients if you're financially strong your kids and people below you will be strong as well so we want to make sure that we take care of you first and then if you're taken care of everyone under you will be taken care of having a strategy for your money while you're here and when you're gone an important part of legacy planning which is certainly a part of the 365 retirement plan give us a call at rabino and lang wealth partners let's check off all these boxes that we've talked about on the show today income social security taxes a legacy plan, all these different things that maybe you haven't thought about. And trying to do this yourself, you kind of look at yourself in the mirror and you wonder, do I have all these bases covered? If you don't, and the question mark is above your head and you wonder, am I going to be okay? Let's get you the answer to, am I going to be okay? Give us a call at Rabino and Lang Wealth Partners, 617-440-9365. We build these plans for you at no charge. You can also find us online at 365retirement.com. As you scroll down, you'll see a window that opens up and says, hey, would you like to talk about your finances? Click on that. We'll ask you a few questions. One of our teammates will reach out to you and we'll sit down and have this important conversation. That is all the time that we have for the 365 Retirement Radio Show and Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next weekend. For more information, to schedule a consultation or upcoming retirement planning events and radio show times, go to rlwealtheducates.com. John Conley and Ryan Marston are investment advisor representatives of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed can be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if John Conley... Ryan Marston or Sam Lang are licensed in your state. Please call 617-630-8787. Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through RNL Insurance Agency. Massachusetts license number 1783398.